Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Curses and Crossroads. We're so glad to have you joining us once again. Thank you also for the continued warm welcome of our second season. It's been really cool to have you all engaged and be part of the story. As always, with our quick little pre-rolls, please be sure to check out the content warnings in the show notes of each of our episodes. It'll always give you a good idea of what to expect throughout the episode and give you any possible update or heads up about possible triggers you might experience. While this episode is very trigger-free, it always helps just in case. Um, There are some raised voices, but nothing too crazy, all in good fun. Um, So without further ado, please feel free to check us out on our Twitter. Uh, You can find those in the show notes as well. And without further ado, we'll jump into the episode. Until next time, we'll see you on the road. Such a long pause. Whoops. <laughs> I like how those were like. Like we all kind hello? of like look around. Oh, hello? I forgot what was happening. <laughs> Forgive us, listeners. We were talking about star signs and we got a little into it. We did. Zodiacs and Trauma is going to be a Patreon <laughs> sub that you can subscribe to, though. So That's like, funny. Keep an eye out for that. We don't have a Patreon yet, but you know what? Maybe. It's because they won't have me. All right. Um, Are we ready to jump back in, my friends? Yes. Okay. Okay, friends. Well, then let us jump back in. You know, Welcome. I'm still struggling with the fact that I named my character Chrono Pandemic, but you know it's a bit that I am sticking with now. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> how did I forget Corona Pandemic? Let's go KP, your boy Ron. I'm gonna name my child D-Day. D-Day. <laughs> Once again, your blondes are showing your brain cell and it's all gone to shit. I'm trying to think of a funny <laughs> name for Diggins. <laughs> A first name that would be funny for Grave Diggins. Grave Diggins is pretty good. Grave Diggins is very good. Is it too late to change Bill's name? We'll nickname him. Make his like alter ego. His name. His nickname is already Bill. No, no, no. That's gotta be his like username. Oh yeah. Okay. On the fucking infranet. Yeah. When he keeps saying Henry's a ghost. While his dial ups loading, you just see like the blinking icon, and it just says. Graves Diggins. Grave Diggins connecting to chat. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. This is I love this. Yes, so let's jump back in. Okay. Actually jumping back in. So it's a week later after the mine collapse. Uh the first things that you all know is the town is in a very bad place comparatively to where it has been in a bad place before. It's even worse this week. People are on edge. People are tired. Search and Rescue has been trying to work through the mines. KT Bridgeburn has had Sydney essentially trying to have Sydney on lock and key because he knew she went down into the shaft despite it being a crash and he was upset. Grounded. (laughs) Um, Sydney rebelliously listens to Billie Eilish at 100% to torture her. Do you mean Billie Idol? (laughs) No. No. Billie Eilish. It's 1984, dear. I think I'm Billie Idol. (laughs) Michael Jackson, then. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're all from the universe here. Wow, I, I do was have a depressing emotion. singer back then. She listens to <laughs> New <laughs> Wave to torture her grandfather. That would... The Cure. Ooh. Yeah. She listens to The Cure. Damn, guys, I do have amnesia. I forgot we were in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Billy Eyelash, Garrett, the hell? Yeah, like, well, I, mean, I don't know who that is. She's on my unhinged indie girl playlist. <laughs> Now I think it has to be um, canon that on KP's playlist is Billie Eilish. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Because and it's I retro! It's retro! Billie Eilish is retro on my playlist! Oh my gosh. I, I'm gonna oh be that type 
person who prides <gasps> herself on listening to old music, but old music is whatever's current today. Like, You're like, that's I was hysterical. born in the you okay, last so Billie Eilish, and I was born in the Billie Holiday. holiday. Okay. On the plus side, it is no longer 1983. It's, it's a week after. It's a week after the 26th of December, so we are now in 1984. The New Year's has not been great. Damn. So, with all of the search and rescue efforts going, they still haven't been able to make it back in the mines. Nobody really knows what's happening, and your grandpa Sydney has refused to open the mine for a week, paying everybody. On leave until they can figure out why the hell the mine collapsed. What, so, what day of the week is it? Sorry, uh, that's a very that's a what very... day? What day of the week is it? Let's let's start with Henry. What are you doing? What day is it? I was. It's Thursday. I don't have a justification. Oh, okay. So what uh, day is it? What is the date? It'd be 1984. You said. Well, yeah, but is uh, it like January third? A week after the 26, seven days that will have been January third. Yeah, second. Someone do math. No. <laughs> it's rude of you to rely on the gay English major to do math, Kelly. 30 days has September, April, June, and November. So it has first. 31. Yeah. Six, seven. So. It would be January 2nd. Okay, January 2nd. No, yeah. Nope, hold on, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Second or third? Folks, Shit, hold on. It is 7 plus 26, and we are... We are having a heart yeah. attack. Okay, so January 2nd. It's January yes, 2nd. It January 2nd. Okay, okay, January 2nd. Canonically, uh, why? Canonically in real life. In this real life universe that we have, this well, timeline. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Like, We're starting on a it's Monday. It's like a calendar, my guys. Yes. You have to go. It happened. We're in January. Second of 1984, which is like Monday. hard dates, Jacqueline. Okay, but this is good because if I said listeners, it was Sunday and I was having a tea with my good friend <laughs> and they went back and tracked the date, they would be like, you're a liar, but you are. I am that listener that went back and tracked the date. <laughs> you know, as, as the only time traveler in the group, this makes sense. <laughs> you are very We get to make Garfield <laughs> jokes. Hi, okay. Daily Cox here with the day it is. I will always be prepared on that. Okay, it is Monday, January 2nd, 1984. <laughs> okay, who would like to begin? I say we begin with Bill because he didn't really get much last time we were here. That sounds like mm -hmm. an excellent last idea. Last played support last time. Oops. That's okay. Okay, so... Bill's chilling. Is it noon yet? Yeah, it's we can say it's noon. Is Bill awake yet? You're kicking us off. What, what time of day is it? I've been given too much power. It's... 5 p.m. is too late. It's 2. 2? 2 in the afternoon. Shop's been open for a little bit. He's chilling. He just got those shirts in, and he's like, I can really only sell these to this kid. I don't know. It depends on if it's been slow or not today. If it's been slow, he's probably closing off to go, like, rock hunting. I think it's been slow. The town, down. the town's been pretty closed. Everybody feeling a, a very, very somber uh, atmosphere okay. settled over the town of Obsidian Lake. I have another question. Jevon, what's your character saying? Henry. Henry? Smith, sorry. Uh, would Henry have informed Bill of the of the happenings um, within like the week? Okay. For yeah, yeah, he would have. Like, yeah. not we have kind of an antagonist thing going on. Yeah, he wouldn't have gone to you right away, but after a few days of like trying to find out on himself by himself, he's like, okay, I gotta go. Okay. Uh, in that case, Bill is not going rock hunting. That is what he tells everybody he's doing. Bill is going straight to the mines. Okay. And I would like to roll investigative history. All right. Because I have a little tome full of... I think it looks like on the outside, it's like a Marvel almanac from like the year 1980. But on the inside, it's like grimoire of whatever the hell. Uh-huh. All right, so I'm at like the mouth of the mines. Are there security? Yes, the mines. Well, yes and no. Is it the is it the quote BLM unquote? BLM's been doing a lot of investigation just to oh, make sure, sure that the region is stable. Oh, like for sure. lots of seismic activity, yeah, that's checks why. everything. Uh huh. Um, but no, we're laughing at him though. We're laughing at him though. So I'm not crazy. I'm right. You're the no. flake. You are by nature crazy. No, I. You're, you're playing into it because you're supposed to think I'm crazy, but I'm right. That is what this character is. I'm He's right. crazy. 
He's crazy. Sorry. To answer your question. <laughs> yes, there has been BLM people, but they're not stationed necessarily as like security around the mine. I mean, KT, like pretty much everybody either works at the mine or doesn't. Um, the only people who are on security detail are essentially like the foreman, people who like work directly with KT to make sure nobody, because curious people, cough, cough, at Sydney Styles. <laughs> KT wants to make sure that nobody like gets in there and does investigating that he doesn't want to lead to more deaths because he is already freaking out. Tragic. So. Uh, in that case, I guess I'm just going to read my book and also pretend that I'm looking for rocks for the shop. Okay. By investigating a mystery. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, that's an eight. Investigate a mystery is plus two. That's a ten. Okay. I'm so smart. Hot rolls. Getting down to the question. He's the sharpest motherfucker. Okay, so for investigate a mystery, you got over ten, so you get two holds. So uh, you can ask, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? What can hurt it? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And or what was being concealed here? Uh, what can hurt it? What can hurt it? So because Bill doesn't know exactly what is in the mines because he hasn't talked to any of the other people except for Henry. So I guess the first question to ask is has Henry revealed anything to you prior? That's a good question. To you going. What Henry revealed to you was the things that he noticed when he was down in the mines. So he noticed the like, I think you said there were knee height scratches Mm -hmm. and gouges into the walls and the whispering of the number 13. Is it possible that I've nailed, like, I think I've honed in on it maybe being red caps, mm-hmm. but that it's in a mine, my brain is like, or what if it's the Tommy I think that because you were a local, like that you've been raised in this community and you're of like the descent of the community, I think that's gonna be something that you intuitively know. Okay. And based on the information Henry gathered and the offhanded comments possibly of whatever Sydney and KP's conversation was that he may have failed to recap to you. Bill is also way. not above discluding uh, Grace. Interesting. Michael okay. Grace. He's not sure. So I think that um, as far as what can hurt it, I think that as you're, you're thinking about these things, you're walking around and you're kind of just mulling over essentially what is going on i think the first thing that you kind of begin to understand is that none of these tunnel collapses have taken place anywhere near the surface of the mine chill so you know that whatever it is is probably having a a deep location and b probably is going to be averse to direct sunlight at least that's one of the things that i'm assuming that bill would start to think of having the knowledge of his community so what would you like as your second question? Uh, what, what were my options again? Uh, what happened here? What sort of creature is it? What can it do? Where did it go? What was it going to do? And what is being concealed here? Uh, what can it do? Like what, what is the extent of these things like power? I think now that you're starting to be in this mindset and you're walking around and you're thinking about all of these ghost stories you've heard throughout the community during heritage days over at the mining museum, you think about a story that you heard Evelyn, the the curator at the mining museum tell one time about how Tommyknockers are infamously known as part of a subspecies of the fair folk. And that one of their biggest strengths is that when miners would displease them or when they were essentially, you know, pissed off, Mm -hmm. um, they have the uncanny ability to create minor illusions and mimic voices, which in your knowledge base would make sense with what Henry has told you. Okay. 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 Cool. Are you doing anything else while you're up there? Uh, probably now just some actual rock hunting. Okay, cool. So then we'll switch over. Who would like to host the next scene? Is anybody interested? Rip. <clears throat> I guess it's me, listeners. Okay, I think we'll switch over to Henry then. Okay. 
So it's it's daytime then. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then he's not at the Radio Shack, mm -mm. which means that this is for that. Is there a Radio Shack? Uh, not uh, a Radio Shack, but like a radio station. Dang it. <laughs> the, yeah, my brain was like, yeah, the the, ra the radio, please. <laughs> um, so Henry, he's probably talking to KP, okay. and he's like, are you, how are you doing, <laughs> old Oh, KP or KT? Because I'm KP. KT is grandpa. KT, grandpa. Okay. He does not know you except the kid who wandered into the mines. And he's like, it's a little weird that like someone moves into town and goes down to the mines. He's like, she was with they were with Sydney. They were solid. With Sydney. It's just the youths being youths. Um, okay, so then then we'll kick it up at the Bridgeburn Manor or the Bridgeburn Estate. And the scene I think is set in the library of the house because that is the one place KT can go to think when he can't think anywhere else. And you're both sitting in front of the fireplace and he has a cup of Earl Grey in his hands and he is just staring into the flames. And this is the most... <laughs> Unparalleled tragedy, listeners. Heartbreak. I have never been so, so sad. sad in my entire life. That was sad. And all the times we've been dice goblins in the background, seeing that happen has hurt me the that most. That was sad. Attempt number two. Attempt number two. I was Electric more invested Google. in that dice pyramid than I was in a couple of the arcs of the Adventure Zone. That's fair. <laughs> um, so he's staring into his cup. Yeah. He's just, this is the most, this is the most distraught you have seen your friend in literally the entirety that you have known him. And the one thing that you notice most of all is that this isn't just any sort of distress. This is pure helplessness because he feels that he is completely responsible for what is happening in his mind. I have a, I have a lore question. Lore question answered. How, how weird is this town? Is it recently weird? Has it always been weird? Depends on who you talk to. Uh, let's say I talk to KT. How weird does he think the town is? KT has been my friend for over six. Heartbreak no, 2.0. No, no, for sure. No, for sure. Here's what I'm asking, though. If he knows that it's weirdness happening, why does he feel responsible? Because it's KT and it's his mind. Okay. Well, on today's episodes of Zodiac and Drama, let's <laughs> talk about it. KT Zodiac and his drama. All I'm saying. When, when was your grandpa's birthday? KT, essentially... November 4th. That makes him He's a, a Scorpio. Scorpio. I really just Scorpio. I actually get along with him really well. I don't know why I was so, like... <laughs> Offended him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> essentially, to answer your question, Garrett, there is that same weirdness that settles in all small towns, and some people are more willing to talk about it than others, and others are more willing to acknowledge but not talk about it. So that's the answer I'm going to give you for that. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> to be fair, you do know a ghost, and actively know he is a ghost, so... He assumes he's a vampire. Oh, a vampire. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forget. We're, you're not... You're Bill. We're talking... I was on KT. I put you as KT for like yeah. two seconds. <laughs> no, it's all Okay, so... KT kind of sighs, and he looks up at you from his cup, and he just goes... Henry, we've seen a lot of shit in this town over the last 60 years. There's never been anything like this. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. So Henry, when he gets stressed, his voice kind of buzzes like, like a bad radio thing. <laughs> I love that. Uh, so he's just like, his fingers are fidgeting. The rest of him is shock still. Like... Like, not even remembering to do the motions of breathing. And he's like, we've... There's been other things. There's been other big things. Well, it's happened before. We'll... Like, like he wants to comfort him so bad, but his brain is just spinning around in circles. Henry, I've been working in these mines since I was 12. The mines have never been mad like this before. There's been plenty, there's been plenty of weird things that have gone on in this town as long as it's been here. But the mountains are mad. Well, and I don't know how to fix it. 
let me go see what what's wrong. Let me go see if they're mad. Like, let me go. There's got to be something. There's always something when it gets like this. Let me go. Ooh, wait. Is this maybe a little bit before I go rock hunting? I if, think it would be during. I think it makes sense during, to have this okay. during. So he's like, like, like the static count like cuts out his voice. So mm -hmm. he's talking like a person again, and he moves in front of KT, and he's like, "Let me go. We figured it out before. We'll figure it out again. Send me into the mines." He kind of shakes his head. He's like, "I, I know, I, I know it won't hurt you. Well, I know the rocks." won't hurt you. And he just kind of pauses again. I gotta go down and talk to Evelyn. I think there's more going on here than I know how to handle. And he kind of rubs his face in that, that tired way. You can tell there are darker circles under his eyes than you've ever seen before. This man hasn't slept in a week, if not longer. Go. And he kind of sighs and he goes, for the love of God, if you see Sydney at the mines, Grab her by the back of her neck and trail her ass home. Here's the thing. I think she might kill me. <laughs> I think she knows. He kind of leads forward. He goes, you can't die. She's your granddaughter. She'll find a way. The fact that she hasn't figured out yet that she just needs to throw rock salt at me uh, is luck. That is luck, my friend. And I think we're running out. To be fair, we did find out the rock salt didn't kill you. It didn't. But it was we very... tried that with the margaritas. <laughs> that was rude. Do you not remember the Margaritaville incident? <laughs> Look, you know what? I have no defense. It itched, okay? When that happened, uh, it, it doesn't matter. I'll do my best. Please tell your granddaughter to, like, Respect my authority. I don't know. I'm scared. <laughs> he of laughs. Her. He like actually does like that choke laugh. That... <laughs> <laughs> KT, you this think, is serious. You, you think my granddaughter you, don't listen to anybody? You, you did the choke laugh too well. Are you actually somebody's grandpa? <laughs> Legally, you have to tell me you're in trouble. Grandpa Jacqueline. Grandpa Jacqueline. Grandpa Jack. That's me. Hello. Oh. I am now everybody's grandpa. It was too good. <laughs> KT, if I see her. I will bring her back. But if I die, I want you to know that you're one of my best friends. And that your granddaughter sent me into the afterlife <laughs> kicking and screaming because you raised her to be scary. Again, he got another another choke laugh. Like that one. You, you see him smile <laughs> for the first time your in about a week. She <laughs> goes, she's like, well, whatever whatever you find, I want you to come back and we gotta talk it out because I mean you know what I know, I know what you know. I just don't I just don't know is the issue we'll I just don't know go talk to Evelyn we'll figure it out okay okay and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go okay and then he floats through the floor and, <laughs> and then Henry just kind of like goes to the wall and I think as he does that Kate KT is like not that one yeah it's like shit sorry <laughs> and floats to the other one uh, Sydney or KP, would you like to go next? Sydney, it's on you. So what is what is Sydney? Well, school is back in session. So what is what is Sydney doing? It's two p.m. It's the end of the day. Um. Do we want to start in school? What is Sydney doing in school? <laughs> it's really the question. What would she if it was worth her time? Um. <laughs> um so I think she she's probably in the library trying mm -hmm. to look up something about like local legends. Mm -hmm. She got really bored, and so I think now she's probably just making like little like eraser statues, <laughs> like just shaving erasers and like staring at the ceiling because she knows if she goes home, she has to go to her room like immediately. Uh huh. So she's trying to be busy, <laughs> trying to make herself good. She's also wondering if she could sneak to the diner and convince the guys to go with her to the <laughs> Okay, so I think that works perfect. So as you are sitting in the very large library, surprisingly, that's what happens when you have a K through 12 school. 
you have everything mm -hmm. in the library like that. Uh, you hear the god-awful squeak of the left door to the library, like, pry open. Mm -hmm. And in comes Michael Santanius, and he can see you across the library, and your back's to him. And so he swaggers, because that's the type of person he is, across the library and pulls up a chair next to you, purposely, like, like bumping into you to see what you're doing. And he goes... Sid, man, what's going on? You're in a mood. Michael, I'm going to give you some advice about women. <laughs> when you notice a woman is in a mood, don't point it out or you will look like this. And she just holds up her like shaved, stabbed eraser and she's like, does model it, one. Does it look? Does and it Michael kind of looks at it and he goes, Does it look like anything? Cute. No. Okay. What did you say? Cute. She like flicks it at his forehead and then nudges like the books towards him. She's like, I am researching. And by researching, I mean looking at the back of my eyelids. What are you doing? Oh, you know. Well, I'm currently ditching math class. So I'm here because I knew you'd be in here because you're usually in here. Also, what was up with what was that person? What? Not Karen. Why are you not finishing any of your sentences? Damn, get him. <laughs> he, he kind of pauses for a minute. He's Brain like, trauma. He's like, wow, that was rude. Okay. <laughs> it's called amnosia. <laughs> it's a medical She condition. doesn't like being grounded and will take it out on everyone. <laughs> he just kind of like raises an eyebrow at you because essentially Michael is your best friend yeah. and he's like, Wow. <laughs> really? I'm grounded. <laughs> she just kind of like puts her head down. She's like, I'm bored. And, he leans... and it's worse than being grounded. <laughs> and he leans back in the chair and he goes, and why are we grounded? For being brave and daring. <laughs> and a progressive female woman with <clears throat> dreams and goals and aspirations. That's why. <laughs> he picks up your little eraser shaving thing. <laughs> And he just kind of looks at it, and he looks at you, and he goes. <laughs> he goes anime opening song. He goes, well, according to my dad, somebody was using an air shaft when they weren't supposed to be doing that. Your dad has no proof. <laughs> Damn. Then why are you grounded? I was in the, the vicinity of an air shaft and may or may not have fallen gracefully <laughs> down it. Jesus <laughs> Christ, Sid. It was a freaking mind collapse. What were you thinking? Um, I was thinking, I know those minds better than anyone else, and and didn't let anyone know because I knew everyone would bug on me and then make things hard. And I already had two weirdos following me down. One I'm pretty sure is a demon. And so I was like, you know. Hey, that's a rude thing to say about Henry. He's a nice guy. How did he know he, she meant Henry? Because we're best friends. And Henry's an idiot. So everyone <laughs> kind of gets like a weird vibe from him. Suspicious. <laughs> did well. Okay, Miss brave progressive movement over there okay did you find anything or did you just go play around in a fucking silver mine yeah michael i decided i'd draw circles in the dirt and just wait for it to collapse on me i wanted to hang out maybe hit a couple walls strike a beam down <laughs> i was feeling frisky well i mean we did have a pop quiz today in science so you know i really wouldn't have blamed you i'm passing science unlike you Damn. I can't you get keep ditching class. It's not good. You can't ditch class to come to a library, Michael. That's not the way it goes. I think that as long as I'm in a space where learning can possibly happen, I think that that should count. She just kind of gives you this deadpan look and is like, You've met your family, right? <laughs> like, I know. know. I keep hiding. I keep thinking if I can like get to the report card before mom does, I might be okay. No. <laughs> but I swear to God, if Luis gives her another one, I'm gonna kill him. You're gonna get the wooden spoon as well. Oh, don't. Head. She's gonna pull it. 
fucking chocolate. Then I'm really right. screwed. That's what I'm saying. The chocolate. He kind of he kind of sits for a minute. He goes, "So what are we gonna do?" I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna do. We're gonna go home, and she winks, <laughs> and be responsible teenagers, and she winks, <laughs> and pick up. Definitely not my baseball bat from the locker with a ring. <laughs> and you're not going to get me a grilled cheese sandwich while I do so. With a wink? She doesn't wink on that one. <laughs> <laughs> She's at the very point of That's wink. what he says. He's yeah. like, no, wink, man. Okay. He goes, is that a grilled cheese with or without tomato? Oh and How he winks. I know, I know. I thought I would ask. Mom says you need to eat more vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> she just kind of stares. <laughs> if I get one more goddamn parent in this town, <laughs> I will kill myself. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, I have to work until five. Ew. You can't look like, I work every day until five. This can just be grounded up at the bridge on the state. She can't say anything. She expects Michael for her family. Like, she's just more upset that she has to go home and be grounded and have to deal with her grandpa right now. Could you like maybe like ship him accidentally like a, just a like box of your Arrow Gray tea and just make his day? He kind of paused for him and he's like, I'm pretty sure dad just did. But, 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 Michael says, raising both eyebrows very, very high on his face. Mm -hmm. I could say that you're tutoring me and schmooze your grandpa with some of those lemon crepes. What exactly would I be tutoring you with? Science, because I'm failing. <laughs> it just has to be believable. Because it has to convince my he Michael, you're a bad liar. I have to get, I'm failing science. I know, but like you panic. When you lie sometimes. The last time we tried to lie to my grandpa, you were like, oh yeah, we've joined a drama club. And then I had to take improv classes with you for three weeks. <laughs> I mean, your improv was terrible, so. Because I'm not an actor. I am a dirty liar who likes to do things that I like to do. Exactly. <laughs> also, if we are not going to our house, I mean, if we are going to our house and doing, you know, responsible things, you have to bring, wait, what's his name? There's Luis. Jay's the oldest at 21. Okay. Then Luis is 19. You have to bring Luis because I don't trust your judgment or your biceps. <sighs> he looks so like, the week. I've been working really hard. <laughs> the week, dude. Not like the most science books. <laughs> <laughs> he scratches up his face and he's like, first of all, that one kind of hurt. Second of all, <laughs> You think your grandpa's hard to convince? We have to convince my mom. That's why we're going with science, because she knows I'm failing, and despite the fact that I can hide all of my report cards terribly, she doesn't want me to fail science. She's convinced I need to become a chemist or something, and that's just not going to happen. Just tell your mom when you go to work to put tomatoes in my grilled cheese, and that I love her. You would do that for me? I would do that for you. Tomatoes on the grilled cheese. He you know what you would also do for me? Make me a second grilled cheese. <laughs> there he is. Tomatoes. He kind of, he laughs and leans back and kind of like pats you on the shoulder. He's like, okay, I can do that. Okay, and take then, this book and actually read it also. Or make Louise read it, because I can't. He looks, he's like, what's it, what's it on? Tell me knockers, obviously. <laughs> obviously. And he picks up the book and walks out of the library. Sydney has like two other ones that she's going to try and read, but... Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, so then we shift over across town to KP. And what are they doing? Um, I think I'm back in the diner again. Okay. And I want this to be... Uh, what time would Michael be coming into the diner? Michael would get to the diner an hour after 3. So school lets out at 3. Okay, so I want to be in the diner when Michael shows up. That's, that's where... Can we be there? Yes, we can. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... um. Let me think about how I want this to start and go. So I'm just sitting at the diner. 
And I am coincidentally drinking coffee and eating a grilled cheese. Mm -hmm. And uh, I see Michael walk past me and I say, Michael. And he's like, you like, look now to you. He kind of like has his backpack and he kind of looks at you. He's like, not Karen. <laughs> yes, not Karen. KP. I, K- K- KP. KP. KP, yes. KP. Um, if Mick is easier, you also can call me Mick. I do not care. Mick is fly. I like Mick. Mm-hmm. Mick is cool. Um, But I was going to ask you, have you seen Sydney today? She's cheaper. <laughs> oh. I I, that's, that's a good bit. That's a, I really like that bit. That's good. I just not have not seen her very much lately, and I am new into town, and she's like the only person I know. So I <laughs> kinda, just noticed her absence. He kind of giggles and like throws his backpack like over the counter and like sits on the stool next to you, and he goes, "Well, uh, well, Miss Sydney got grounded because she was doing things at the mine she wasn't supposed to." Oh, I know, I was with her. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, like his eyes go wide, and he looks at you like. Like, I wasn't letting her go down there alone. I must have, like, uh, gone with you her. You went in the mine, too? Well, only because she went. You know, I never thought I'd be in one of those settings when my mom says, you know, if your friends jumped off of a bridge, would you jump with them? <laughs> I feel like this is one of these moments. I really don't want to channel my mom. And he looks around the corner. I really don't want to channel my mom right now. What? Yeah. Anyways, also, you can tell your mother she makes a fantastic grilled cheese. She added tomatoes on it. My grandma also did that for me, but I still don't like them. <laughs> he kind of just looking at your sandwich, and he's like, weird. Okay. Anyways, uh, <laughs> and so I go, and I was like, anyways, the reason I was asking is I want to go back into the mines, and she seems to know what she is doing. Do you know how to get into the mines? <laughs> I kind of, like, have to, like, pause for a minute. He's like, I this is a weird conversation. What's Michael's last name? Santamingus. Uh He kind of looks at you, and he looks at your sandwich, and he looks at the floor, and he looks back at you, and he goes, I gotta go make a phone call. What time is it? Maybe it's what three o'clock. It right okay. No, when the Luis was just like, oh, I better, right? What's his name? Yeah. Okay. He's like, I gotta go make a phone call. Okay, take all the time you need. I still like to go to the mine and bring your brother to Luis. I think he would be a real good help. And he scratches his face a little bit again. He's like, I gotta go make a phone call. <laughs> and he kind of like gets up and he kind of looks at you for a minute and he kind of like scrutinizes your face. And he's like, no, 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 that's weird. And he goes and he goes into the back and makes a call. And the phone rings mm-hmm. at the Bridgeburn Estate. But because somebody is grounded, she doesn't get to answer the phone. Uh, you hear your grandpa answer the phone. Bridburn State. You hear Michael on the other end. Hey, Mr. KT. Um, did Sydney tell you that she's tutoring me on my homework? Why no, she did not. What is she helping you out with, Michael? And he goes, Well, you see, I'm feeling chemistry and my mom is going to kick my ass. <laughs> and he goes, You're a brave man. Are you coming up to the house? And he goes, Well, I know Sydney's grounded. And KT is like, Yes, yes, she is. He's like, so I was thinking I could come up. Would you like some crepes? I get off at five. That's when we're going to do some homework. And KD is like, you are such a good young man. And he goes, I would love some crepes. That would be great. And he kind of listens to see where you are in the house. And he's like, bring the kid a crepe too. I feel kind of bad. And he's like, I figured as much. And he, uh, he kind of pauses and he goes, could I possibly talk to Sydney? And Katie's like, nope, she has no phone privileges. I'll see you at five. But hangs up. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so then we come back to the diner. Okay, at the hangout, I burst through the dining door. Santa Mingas, boys! And you just hear Michael in the back go, Yes? <laughs> Emergency meeting! Well, who do you. 5 p.m. I've been stricken with inspiration. This is on the life of your characters, boys. I think I'm just shocked at his entrance. Like, I just oh, you don't... No, I have not. And I just go, sorry, Michael is going to be occupied at 5 p.m. Can you do something? Oh, rip. Michael comes out. Well, okay, Michael is in the back taking, finishing up this phone call. And then Luis comes out and he's like, Bill, what's going on? What, what are we doing? 
D and D meeting, and then it's like a very unsubtle wink. <laughs> and Luis just kind of nods. He does like the double nod. He's like, "Okay." Give and me then one. I pat the almanac I have on my D and D meeting. He kind of like finger guns, and he's like, "D and D, right tonight, forgot." And I think I just turned back to Bill and was like, Bill, I do not know if you heard me the first time. Whatever the second thing is, I have Michael. Michael is asked, I've asked Michael to accompany me on some errands. Oh, Michael's like, I have a tutoring session. Oh. I'll go by myself if you don't come, and I'm much less adept in those minds. I'll probably die. <laughs> so you might have to with me. Wait. Michael dials back on the phone. Mr. KT, can I please talk to Sydney? It's about the homework. Wait. It's so important. Hold on there, youngling. There's uh, some I do not want to be called yumbling. Oh, my bad. Okay, Luis is like, wait, okay, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> He's like, D&D at five. Michael screams in the back, we are stuck to do at five! <laughs> and Katie's like, yes, you're coming to work with Sydney. And he's like, not you, Mr. KT. <laughs> and Luis is like, shit. And Sydney... <laughs> Like picked up another receiver across the phone and it's just like <laughs> Okay. And Louise is like Louise is the eldest, correct. Middle. Jay Middle. Is the Jay is Jay the eldest. Jay is currently okay. in the bed and breakfast half of the house. Okay. Bill has been sitting there like gloating, calculating. He's like, actually just send Jay. The rest of you seem occupied. Uh he turns to KP and he does like a really grandiose bow and he's like, I do apologize. I will see you later. You're new in town, which is weird. Uh, I own the comic shop. Luis is just standing there. How does he make your new in town sound like a threat? (laughs) You're new in town. And I just go, ah, your profession makes perfect sense for your appearance. (laughs) It's funny because I normally get that about the geologist thing, but it works either way. Luis is just kind of watching this interaction and he just kind of nods and he's like have a good one i'll tell jay about D D five five at the shop or wherever or whenever yes at the shop okay okay preferably five though but like i get it if he needs a little later well i mean <laughs> but like preferably five for sure well i mean they're the only person staying at the bed and breakfast so i'm assuming he'll be off at five metal do you want anything to eat before you go? Can I, can I have a very large black coffee and a very large styrofoam cup? I got you, dude. And he wow. goes back. And I make the because I, I feel like my character has no filter. I think that I'm going to preface it. My character very, very little right. covers up what they say. Ro- roast my boy, Billiam. Oh, I'm also, we have to keep in mind, I... <laughs> I have a negative one charm, oh, so, no. and I just go, ah, another choice that fits your appearance. <laughs> ah! Hey, I have a question about how magic works in this setting. Okay. How does magic work in this setting? How does magic work you in this setting? You cannot curse the child. I wasn't going to curse the child, I was going to try some illusions. I mean, let me find my book. You how well have... do you roll? We'll run with how it. How well do you Plus roll? one to weird. I bet okay. Bill's into some shit. I could see Bill being into some shit. Let me find what use magic can do. Describe what you're trying to do to the DM first. So that I know, that's decide. why I'm finding the limits of use magic. Uh, I think it's, I think actually, instead of doing magic, I just sit down in the booth. I'm like, coffee would fit my, um, and it kind of looks at his slovenly kind of dress, and he's like, General aesthetic, yeah. Uh, not just coffee, black coffee specifically, but yes. I would take that as a compliment. And then he stretches a hand out. It's like, my name is William Diggins. You may call me Bill. I shake his hand. And yours? Uh, my name is... You can call me KP or Mick. Either one. I... Hey, can I tell you something? Mick, you accidentally did it correctly in saying that you can call me. Because there's shit. Try and take your name, dude. Watch out for the fade. The you may call me was an excellent gambit you did. Good job. Uh, you did yes. it. Mm-hmm. Lots of people are. Look, look, you've been in the mines. You know there's weirdness. 
people don't talk about it around here, but it is. I think I want to just feed your delusion, and my character just wants to feed into this so badly. I just want my character to be slightly capable. Okay. And I go, like, yes, it's on knockers. That's just what's in the mind. At least what I think is. Would this count as her lying to me for the purposes of me knowing when someone is lying? They, KP is not lying to you. They are saying the truth. They are not trying to deceive you with this. They just want to rile you up. So they're like, oh yeah, they're Tommy knockers in those minds. You know, my grandmother is obsessed with them. Unsure as to why, but you know, that is what I believe is in the minds. Who is your grandma? Uh, a very fond old lady. <sighs> well, that's not an answer. <laughs> and I go, that's a fun way to realize and I was that. like, you know what? I always just called her Mima. I the no, she has a name, but it's not one that I know of. <laughs> I'm just trying to avoid this question. I'm For very sure. Bad. <clears throat> like very bad at charm. We have to remember, mine is one charm here. Like, it's really weird that you ask about my grandma. <laughs> so Luis kind of brings you back over the coffee and has been listening to this conversation, and he's just kind of like... There's some weird shit. Louise. Yeah. You know, right? About... <laughs> And then I just take the coffee and I'm like, for sure, dude. He's like, agreed. And, then I, and as I'm walking out the door, I wave, but like, back. Uh-huh. And Luis just kind of like waves back. He's like, he's a cool dude. He's just a little, he's missing a couple sandwiches short of a picnic basket, I think. Uh, yeah, very easy. Easily um, discernible from him. Yeah. So then, I think it makes sense, unless anybody else had anything else they wanted to do in this three o'clock hour, <laughs> we're going to jump to the chaos of five. Are we good with that? I'm good with that. Okay, so it is five o'clock. It is January. It means it is pitch black. Outside, it is nighttime. It may as well be midnight for all you could care about. And the mines are dark. So, I think it makes most sense. Oh, I'm so excited. We're going to have all of you essentially in the same place. I'm very excited. I think the first place to begin okay. is to begin with Phil. Sick. At quote-unquote D&D. For sure. Uh, I think there's a basement that is used uh, at Looks Nice mm -hmm. for like where Bill has very like lovingly handcrafted like models and has like painted miniatures and has like little castles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it also has like his notes. Uh -huh. So he like flips chalkboards over and there's like pins and cork boards with string tied to them. And it's like, nice. is this, uh, and it's in second mode. It's in, Oh shit. I found a thing mode. Okay. Uh, and because we've established that I use the Santominguez boys as like, I like that the Santa Mingus boys are actually the underground of the entire city. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I think that's hysterical. I'm like, okay, dude, this is going to sound wild. And it might even sound in bad taste given the frequency of the incident. Mm. But, uh, and then I point out the date cycle. Mm -hmm. like, so this is happening at regular intervals and divisibles by 13, which is weird, right? It's weird. Right? Yeah, it's weird. So the next 13 is Friday, Friday the 13th of this month. And it follows because the last incident was the 26th. Mm. And look, dude. And I flop the almanac down and I turn it to the Tommyknockers page and I'm like, it fits exactly. And Jay kind of looks at this page and he goes, okay, so it's possibly Tommyknockers. And he pauses and he looks at you and he's like, do you fully believe it's Tommyknockers? I'm like 80%. I'm also like 15% maybe red caps trying to prank. You know, maybe it's like, oh, we're definitely Tommy Knockers, but it's actually Red Cap. So when we go down there, they're like, ha ha, tricked you again. But I think it also has like a 5% chance of being Grays who know that it's like, we're really superstitious around here. So they'll be like, they'll think it's Tommy Knockers and they'll go in with like iron and shit when we have phasers and stuff. Uh, but I'm willing to bet mostly, like, I'm solid 80% it's Tommy Knockers. So Jay kind of does the math with that and he goes, yeah, okay, it's most likely Tommy Knockers. If you think it's Grace, it's definitely not. Okay. This bold claim. I'm going to be right one of these days. <laughs> we all know the Grays are in Arizona. Plus, and New Mexico. Yeah, all right, that's fair. You, you know that. You're right. You literally, 
Bill, Look, dude, it makes our sense. science, our history project, senior year, dude. was on Roswell. Dude, 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 here's a thing, though. It's a mystery. Wouldn't Mr. Cross did not fail us. Wouldn't it make sense? I have a question. I'm 26. How old is the eldest boy? I think he used to be 25. Was going to be 21. But he I used to be 25. <laughs> he was originally 21, uh, but I think once. it makes more sense canonically for it to be Bill, Jay, and Ambrose to all be the same age. Okay. Because I think that works really well as like a cool support system okay. for Bill, like to have those connections yes, in town. Right. That because before that, it would that have just been and uh, it would have just been Reyna and Ambrose that are that same age. For sure. So, yeah. For sure. So he's okay. like, it's a miracle we did not fail that class. You're right. Here's what I'm saying: it would make sense if they wanted to not be caught for them to spread into Colorado, because no one would suspect it. Maybe. Strategery. <laughs> okay, but what's your proof, dude? I don't have any, but I do think it's Tommy Ockers. <laughs> Alright. Don't, don't ask me. Are we going to the mines then? Uh, preferably. Like right now? Uh, I mean, probably before the 13th. We can plan a little bit if you want. I prefer I'm cool. Let's go check it out. I got okay. it. You drive? Uh, Luis has the car. I'll drive.